I'm joined today by Elaine Passini from Pickle Ginger. Elaine is an SEO expert who works with e-commerce businesses and small businesses to help with their organic rankings on Google and other search engines, I presume. We're here to talk today about image optimization. So, hi, Elaine. Hi, thanks for having me. So we touched on images when it came to page speed in the other episode that we did together. What kind of image optimization are we talking about today? Yeah, there's two I'd like to talk about. That's okay. Just very briefly. There's your website optimization with all of your images. Mm -hmm. And then one thing that I think a lot of us forget or don't even know that can help our organic search is social media. And I'm talking Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, whatever you may be on. Uh, Pinterest is different because that's a search engine itself. So it's slightly mm-hmm. different. But yeah, so if we start maybe about talking about how we can optimize images on our website, it's something I think a lot of anyone who's not really savvy with SEO or how digital marketing works like that might not know about this. And if they do, or if they have already optimized something, I'd really like to run past a few tricks to make sure they're doing it correctly. Okay, sounds like a plan. Yeah. So images, obviously, for e-commerce are super powerful because mm-hmm. it's a visual kind of thing. We buy what we see. So you've got Google Shopping, Google Images, you've got Google on, you know, it's on your website. If we're not um, optimizing the image with keywords, then we're missing out on a trick. Mm-hmm. So what I mean that is called alt tagging or alt text. It just means it's alternate text literally words, text on the back of an image for robots that can't read. Google obviously is a robot itself. So what Google will do is, for example, if say I'm my glasses, for example, see, it says a picture of me of this here is maybe pick up on woman wearing glasses, red dress. Now, it's all very well if I want to sell my glasses or a red dress, that is mine. But actually, if I am, so for for me as a service provider, it's obviously different, but I might want to be talking about my hair products or something else. Mm -hmm. So I want to manipulate what Google can automatically pick up on to what I want it to see. Yeah. So I'm literally changing the text. And so for people who are have sight issues, you know, reader problems or they yep. can't read it and the, all of those things, it's a robot telling me what that image is, is saying. So each and every web product copy, anything you've got anywhere actually online, you can manipulate that behind the scenes. Products are obviously very important. If you have thousands of products, then actually after a while, Google might start to pick up and realize these are the same thing because it's really hard when you've got a store full of literally 200 of this, 200 of that. Yeah. And so that's how you grow. And maybe you've started that and changing it. But if, you know, with small businesses and you've got your own site and you've got 20 products on that category and 20 products, that's actually very doable. You can even do it in chunks. Like I'm going to do five a day. Yeah. But actually what you do is when you go into the back end or say your Shopify or WooCommerce said there will be a bit in the SEO or if you click on the image that will say alt tag or alt text and in there that's where you manipulate the words so for example I'm there with my reading glasses so say I want to sell these glasses I I would stay away from very branded names unless you are known for brand Mm -hmm. because for example say these are made of some extraordinary material 
that you think oh, it's amazing I'm going to sell it because I sell this you know it's material as a consumer I don't know that yeah. I just want some really nice glasses that fit my you know my face shape for example that I can see out of so it's always thinking about what you want to put in that keyword so yes it might be ladies glasses for middle-aged women or ladies glasses for a, a heart-shaped face yes it's thinking what am I what is the audience the person who's going to buy this Remember the person who's looking at it, the decision maker. What should I put to describe these to a blind person yeah. who, who wants to buy these? It's always something like that. So I would say all you need is just a short sentence. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be long. You don't need to underscore it or hyphenate it. I would just literally put it in the style of a short sentence. And for example, if you had 20 of these, but all different colors, then just do very similar, change the colour, that kind of thing. Okay, that's interesting. So I didn't know whenever I do alt text on my images, I do always put a hyphen in as if it's an image, like a file name. I didn't realise that you didn't have to do that. Really interesting. And that text, because I think what people forget as well, isn't it? That image search is a search engine. And so that text and the alt image can also be, be... searched for in the image search can't it as well absolutely that's what it's picking up on so ultimately the image search is going to pick up on that alt text and then hopefully and it will you know they click it then you come back to your website to show you where the product page is but and then image google image is changing somewhat as well but it's that classic and if you're e-commerce and you haven't been doing this or you've been doing it but thought oh actually maybe i should go in and have a tweak and maybe realign what I've said then yes that's something because you might not see it overnight but over time Google ranks slowly recrawls every five weeks re-indexes sees okay this is what this page is talking about this is what this image is about well I thought it was just about a woman wearing a red dress but actually it's all about glasses yeah and sight and okay is there any you say just a short sentence is there is there any like maximum length of sentence or how many words do you can yeah use? so so think of it as just if you're going to describe think of it as like a long tail key phrase and if you're not quite sure that is say imagine you've got glasses so glasses glasses would be the keyword but if you elongate it and to make it it's a little bit more about my shop and my audience rather than glasses so it might be aqua brown square glasses for a lady's petite face okay that makes sense so I those words it could be petite face it could be square glasses it could be the word aqua someone's going to be picking up on that so the keyword can you imagine if everyone just put glasses in you imagine the the competition you'll never get found yeah so the longer you put the sentence yes the the search term is going to be less as in, when I say search term, the competition for foot, but actually you're going to be attracting more of your audience. It's exactly the same principle that you use with Google ads uh, and Google shopping in that if you want to, if you advertise on a keyword like reading glasses, yeah, it's just going to be huge and you're yeah. going to get a load of traffic that's absolute rubbish and that never converts. So that you, exactly. so you do your research and you find those keywords where you might go tortoise shell, as you say, tortoise shell reading glasses for, you know, ladies reading glasses or whatever. Yeah. And then you get a much smaller volume of people looking for that, but they're much more targeted. And yes. 
So yeah, it's in, really interesting. Yeah. So it's very similar. So yeah, if, if people are really savvy with their ads and they've been using Google ads, it, think a little bit like that. It is about thinking, right. And people often say to me, should I put my brand name after? You know what? I wouldn't bother because it depends how much you're putting in. But if you want to, that's absolutely fine. So it's not, it, you don't have to, let's put it that way. But if you quite like thinking, oh, I, I put mm. you know, my brand names, everything to me. Yeah. And and you want that to be there, then actually eventually maybe that will, you know, pick up a ginger. I will never because everyone will go to Waitrose if they look after me. So I you know with the don't ask why I got pickle ginger, but anyway, so but do you see but, what I mean? So uh, and, I'm and never depends, gonna write. Yeah, it depends if your brand is some is is a brand that people actively search for. It doesn't exactly. have to you don't have to be Dior or Dior no, or Nike no. or anything like that. But if your brand, if people like your brand and they know yeah. your brand then yes I guess add that on the end isn't it yeah and, absolutely and you do this for product images category images I guess all images on your website you all images yeah images. yeah obviously that the product images are more important you could have yeah. it on the banner you could have a picture of you know if you're talking about about and it's and you're very proud it's like the person behind the shop absolutely talk about you know it's Elaine Passini CEO or founder of Pickle Ginger Marketing SEO and digital marketing kind of thing because yeah. actually people might think god I can't remember the brand name or I can't remember what they did but I want to speak about I want to look at that person so they yeah. might actually remember your name kind of thing so that's always good as well so oh, yeah. yeah 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 obviously your privacy notices and stuff no <laughs> product page product yeah. images are very powerful especially for e-commerce especially mm. if they're the right size yeah did the other podcast <laughs> so if you haven't listened to the first episode that I did with Elaine go back and listen to that as well because we talk about image sizes and pages yeah. and that kind of thing so very interesting yeah so you mentioned also social media I will be I will put my hand up now when you mentioned this before the episode I went what social oh you have to optimize for social media I'm like I had no idea I optimize all my images when I'm putting them on a website and I never bother with Facebook because I'm just like, oh, well, it's just Facebook and Instagram, isn't it? And I just upload them. So I'm intrigued to hear what you have to do with your social media images. Yeah. So people often ask me, um, what's the correlation between SEO and social media? And I'd actually say, initially, there's absolutely no connection when it comes to technicalities whatsoever. So SEO and Google is a search engine there. Social media is its own. However, where they connect is from a lot of product will be going back to your website. So it's anything that you put up on social media will hopefully go back to your website to click. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. but what we do on social media themselves, they have their own algorithms and people search for them as well. So each platform, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, which of course owns Instagram. I think I mentioned briefly, Pinterest is different. So don't worry about that so much. There's a different thing. But all of these platforms, whether you, I know a, a lot of e-commerce are heavily into IG and Facebook, but LinkedIn as well. I would just add a little addendum to this podcast. You're missing out on a trick with a LinkedIn because there's a much smaller amount of people so you've got you're more likely to get found and if you're there on a business page people like to like say I, I was did something on a legal thing the other day and it was a picture of me moaning about something but it was you know I'd optimized it and then someone as well said what's that I was holding a mug and they said what's the mug and it, I actually bought it from a friend who designed it but she wasn't on LinkedIn so I couldn't tag it yeah anyway so it's just something anyway so on every image you upload doesn't have to be everyone, but everything that you think actually it's either your own, uh, you make it, you sell it. Anything you put up on Instagram or anything can be 
exactly the same as we just talked about on Google, alt texted behind the scenes. It's very easy to do. It's this absolutely the same format. You put what you want to say into it and you bring it back because, of course, people search for images on social media. Mm-hmm. And again, it's robot readers. They will just show up to someone who's so images are always there. So even like to a robot or someone with sight issues, those images are there, but they can braille them to what the image says. So there have been the help in actually, you know, it's even more important for very visual products because someone who can't see very well will really trust what the braille or what they it's telling them on the on the screen yeah. reader. Yeah. So we need to really explain it well for them and the robot to really understand. So this, I will link it to you and I'm going yeah. to send Sarah your how to do it if you're not quite sure. Yes, so, I, I wouldn't know where to, I'm quite savvy with this kind of stuff. And like I said, I know how to add alt text on a website and all that kind of stuff. I honestly, I wouldn't have a clue how to, to no. add alt text on an image before I uploaded it. So yeah, okay, so, yeah. yeah. That would be really easy. So I, so for example, if I take something on my phone or upload my phone, yeah. it's actually, so the image will be called whatever, but actually when I'm uploading it, for example, on, so on Instagram, it's a little bit, and I'll do screenshots and send it all to you. It's on, it's under advanced settings. And that's when you're like, oh, and once you know it, you're like, oh, so don't worry about thinking, oh, I've got to go back retrospectively. Don't worry. But it's again, if you know, you know. Yeah. And obviously people who websites who have got ads in and stuff like that, who are becoming savvier. So you've got to remember that any organic search takes time because the search engine, be it Google or Facebook or whatever, takes time to crawl, to trust you, to index it. So it's all about showing that you mean you want to help your consumer, your audience and Google and you know all social media will think, oh, brilliant. They are helping robots and people with sight issues helping as well so all of this is going into their their library of information for consumer behavior so but once you know you'll be like oh my god I didn't know that so I wouldn't overthink it but if you know it's there then it's just something that takes one minute longer to do yeah I you mentioned something that I want to pick up on as well that can we talk about the actual names of the image? So like the image file name? Yes, yes. Very good question. What do we need to do with that? Do we need to do something specific? Yes. I just tend to always use a, an odd keyword. So like if I was taking a picture of your glasses, your reading yes. glasses, yes. I yes. call <laughs> the image tortoiseshell, tortoiseshell ladies reading yeah. glasses. Yeah. Is that right? Or that, that's I fine. I, I think what Google does not want, um, the alt text is the SEO bit. So that's the bit that's yeah. going to get searched. But also from a, a perspective of web structure and uh, website structure and just overall uh, best practice is absolutely right. I think basically, if you can save a, a file image in your um, image library to call it something, be it tortoiseshell glasses for women or whatever kind of thing, rather than just limit leave it as image one, two, three JPEG that's when they don't like it because so you're doing exactly the right thing. So yes, that's important, but it's not as important to get found. The alt tag is the important bit, but definitely if you can get into the habit of when you download an image into your website library, just as you were doing them and maybe change them around. If you've got 30 of them, I know it's boring, but for you as well, it's easy to remember. I, I just wouldn't put, you know, glasses number three. Okay. Okay. That's really interesting. 
Yeah, because I must admit, when I'm, I'm building an, a, a little e-commerce site at the moment, and the file names for the products are all the product manufacturers, like part number, the SKU. Change that, yeah. And I haven't changed that because I just didn't think about it, actually. I don't know why yeah. I didn't think about it, but I didn't think about it. And so, yeah, that's really interesting. I need yeah. to... That's a really good thing. I, th- I think also, I think from, from two points, from yes, Google and the structure, but actually for our own, when we go in ourselves, sometimes, yes, you might see it quickly, but say you've got five that are very similar, but you can't see them, but they're different sizes. Yeah. For example, if you know you've got children's tortoiseshell, unisex, small, it might look like a female. Does that make sense? So yes. it's, qu- it's quicker in the long run when you go back and you grow and grow. It's just easier to go through the file yeah. and pick out rather than h241 yeah it's like i've got some work to do updating some image file names then (laughs) but like i said you know what slowly because it does take time and small business owners we we know we're juggling many things so i'd say don't be overwhelmed do them in chunks even if that's five or ten or one you know it is thinking right i'm going to put that time aside to do that because it does help and it does make a difference yeah when i talk about because for google shopping we talk about product title optimization yeah and when people have got 10,000 SKUs in the shop you don't have that sort of moment thing I can't write 10,000 new product titles it's like I always tend to say well look at your top even 20 top yeah. best-selling products do those first and then move on to the next 20 and do those and just slowly so it's the same principle isn't it it's just it's, it's, it is and you're absolutely yeah. highlighted exactly what I would do there actually where are people normally landing on yeah those are the ones that are working at the moment that's what's com- coming in so do the ones that are the best sellers that make you the most money do that first and then yeah because otherwise it can be overwhelming and so you're that. absolutely right it's having a little bit of a strategy on how you do that as well yeah pay somebody else to do it pay some a student or you know what if it, I've got, I've got yeah. kids, you know like yeah so if you tell them what to do and then they get it yeah. they really get it yeah at god yeah absolutely outsource because <laughs> it's yeah. time consuming yeah yeah well that's been that's been fascinating i am totally i've as I said, totally intrigued when you started <laughs> mentioning about optimizing images for social media. And that is definitely something that I'm going to start doing. I had no idea, absolutely no idea. So thank you so much <laughs> for introducing me to that concept. If people want to, I'll link to your website, but if, if people yeah, want to reach out and get in touch with you, what's the best way to just go to your website? You know, if it depends, I'm on, I'm Pickle Ginger Marketing on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. My name's Elaine Passini. So yes, absolutely go to my to my website or through you you know if you don't mind kind of thing and it comes up but I'm very happy to try and help when I can yeah or, or give you tips or yeah. give you kind of things so yeah okay that's been really interesting thank you so much you're welcome